0: feel like you've got a lot on your plate, or maybe you've got so much going on it couldn't possibly fit on just one plate. You've got a lot of plates, fully loaded, spinning at full speed. Well, you're not alone and you've come to the right place. I'm Liz Serati. Welcome to 7 Plates Spinning, a podcast serving up ideas and inspiration for keeping all those plates in the air. Raise your hand if lately you feel like you're giving way too much of yourself to either your job or your family or both, but you're unsure how to set healthy boundaries without feeling like you're letting someone down. I'm raising my hand. Particularly right now as we're living through the pandemic and even more so as we head into the busy holiday season, setting boundaries is so important. So today I'm joined by Christine Steinberg, who has more than two decades of experience as an executive coach who focuses on the human elements of leadership. She's the president and CEO of Kismet Consulting and a self-described truth teller and BS detector. Christine is going to talk to us about setting boundaries that I think will help us all to have more compassion for those around us, and to enjoy a happier holiday season. Christine, let's start with the basics. When you talk about boundaries, what exactly are you talking about? How do you define boundaries and why are they so important?
1: Well, there's so many different kinds of boundaries. And the simple answer is we have to consider what Brene Brown coined, which is a really simple message. What is okay for you and what is not okay? And unfortunately, While it's a simple sentiment, it's very hard to achieve.
0: So it's counterintuitive, right? Because we are constrained, we're we're stuck at home, we're working from home. We have kids going to school from home. It's like everybody's feeling trapped. We want freedom. And yet at the same time, it's particularly important to set the boundaries that are going to make this work for us, that we're going to be able to get through this time because of the boundaries we set. And how we communicate those to the people around us, right?
1: Exactly. But, you know, a lot of this boils down to identifying uh, the answer to this question. What's okay and what's not okay? And it's a kind of a, it's an evolutionary process. And given the new parameters that we're living in, new boundaries have to be set. But I would encourage everyone who's listening today to sit down with a piece of paper if you have it near you or even just ponder this question. Where do you feel? Like you're doing really well on this front. Where do you feel like you're actually setting some good boundaries and you're get and, and what is giving you that indication? And then likewise, you know, what are you not doing well when it comes to boundaries? Um, what are you not talking about, telling people or confirming for yourself? And how do you know what are the indicators that are present to prove that that you know that particular boundary is being crossed and just take a minute to think about that and write those things down. And what are what are some examples of the types of of boundaries? So there are material boundaries um but a material boundary is also your time, you know, and a lot of friends and family are taking up a lot of our time right now, people calling for advice, people asking for you to sit with them for you have to understand what your time limitations are. Um, then there's the physical boundaries, but there's also mental boundaries, right? What are your values? What are your opinions and your beliefs? And particularly now with all the political stuff going on, right. I personally have had to be careful about that because I have family members who don't have similar values than I do and I don't want to lose my love and my deep, you know, real connection with them because of those things. So knowing what my values are, but also respecting other people's mental boundaries. And then there's the emotional stuff, which is is your feelings, right? Your emotional boundaries. Who do you share your feelings with? Who don't you share them with? How do you share those things? Um, so, those are some
0: examples. Yeah, there's so many layers. And why is it so hard to set boundaries? And I think, particularly for women, what makes it so challenging? It is hard for
1: women. Um, it's hard for a lot of people, you know, but it is, it can be more of a gender. Um, stereotypical challenge because women generally give so much of themselves and they are, they are more susceptible to the emotional Tugging on the heart and things like that, where you just want to give, especially yeah. that n- need to mother right now like and, the and maternal feeling, instinct. Yes, you know? these yeah. instincts to care for. We're we're all in survival mode right now. There's no not one person on the planet who isn't. We are in a global, um, you know, pandemic where we have to. F- there's fight or flight situations going on. So why is it harder? Well, I think it's because somewhere ingrained in us that we need to be everything for everybody. Mm -hmm. And by saying no, putting up a boundary, we're concerned. We're concerned about whether that will impact the relationship in a negative way Mm -hmm. or if, you know, we might lose a relationship as a result or we might lose a job as a result. Don't want to disappoint someone. You just like have
0: this aversion. I, I know I do. It's like, you don't want to disappoint anyone in any aspect of my life. Yeah,
1: you don't want to let yeah. people down. You're right. afraid. There's, It ultimately comes down to fear, mm-hmm. a boss of something. Um, and there's a great quote, and I use it in a, a lot of my workshops around this topic. Setting boundaries is an act of love towards yourself and an act of respect towards others. Mm. And let's face it, when we don't set boundaries and we give too much, we ultimately end up in a really bad position. And it's it's ironic, but it ends up having like a backfire effect. All of this comes down to being a self-defined person Mm -hmm. and someone who has a really, is very in tune with who they are, even though as humans, we are constantly dynamically changing. But if our sense of self is very strong, then we have the ability to access what we know is right or wrong in any mm-hmm. moment, right? And that's ultimately such a great compass, right? Is this right for me or is it wrong for me? Okay, it's wrong for me. I don't, this isn't right for me right now. And then, you know, there's, again, these levels of nuance because in that moment, are you being selfish or, or, or not? Are you being self-care? You know, the distinction between those two things comes into yeah, play, in line. right? Yeah, but yeah. ultimately, you know, it is uh, what they've discovered in the research is that the people, people who have the best boundaries, the most clear and assertive way of communicating them, have the most compassion because they don't have to waste time resenting others, you know, getting angry with them for crossing a boundary. You know, it's projecting outward and getting upset with people for taking advantage of you when you didn't set the boundary yourself. So when you you have good boundaries, yeah, exactly. You don't, you don't have to spend time in that resentful place.
0: Right. Now, right now is so hard, as you said earlier, because we have, a lot, I think a lot of women stepped into this um more like traditional role, mothering role. You know, I know I yeah. feel like it and, and I'm not being forced into it. Really. I, I, I feel I want, to do it you know when my son is doing school from home like I want to be there to help him if he needs help I am enjoying that we're having lunch together you know if I can line mm-hmm. up my work schedule to be at the same time as his lunch like I'm you know want to be doing these things with him and like I wouldn't want to hand that off to anyone else even though it is it's challenging because it's like one more thing I'm juggling in my work day is trying to carve out time for those things um, but I've talked to friends like I have one um, girlfriend in New York who is just lamenting the shutdown of the New York schools again and saying like, oh my God, I was just starting to get back into a groove with work because my daughter was going to school and now she's home again. And I'm going to have to like, and she, her daughter's very young. And she was like, and I'm going to have to be working with her all day. I don't know how I'm going to do it. And I said, well, isn't your husband working from home also? And she's like, oh yeah, but he doesn't, you know, he's not going to be doing it. It's all me. And it was like, mm-hmm. well, well, why? <laughs> why is it that way? Is he in a job, you know, and she's in a very senior role. So I can't imagine it's that he has a more demanding job than she does. So it's like, we're stepping into these more traditional roles where mom is carrying the burden more so, but I think some of us are just doing it to ourselves (laughs) and then being, and then some people are feeling bitter about it. You know, we're like, we're doing it, but we're not like doing anything to, to rectify Mm. or just set the boundary, you know, like, and (laughs) so how do you handle that? It's like, we want it, but we don't or we want it, but we want it on certain terms. And like, yeah. how do you work through that? It's almost like you need to work that, through that in your own head before you can even begin to think about how you communicate that to your spouse or your kid.
1: It, you're bringing up, I think, such a great story and a great example of how complicated and complex yeah. this particular kind of moment we're in is because on one hand, you know, and it's very primal, we want to take care of the people around us and we are, and we're doing it. And not only is it Important to be present in that way. It's actually it's almost instinctual, and while we might call it like this desire to help our people, we're also helping ourselves. It's very gratifying to be in this role of helping. Um, So don't pretend it's selfless when we do that, because it gives us a sense of ourselves. But when we go too far with it, Mm -hmm. then we start to look around at the other people around us. Are they giving the same amount? Are they doing as much as I am? And we start to take you know tallies of the level of uh, input and effort the people around us are making. And when we get exhausted from doing too much of it, we start to blame. And that's a toxic behavior. If that person, your friend, is starting to get really angry with her husband because he's not helping as much, she first needs to make sure she's not polluting the relationship with blame. And Mm -hmm. she needs to take a stock of what she's done, why she's done it, what boundaries she did or didn't set, And then realize in that moment that she's now crossed, there's boundaries being crossed and she needs to access her husband for more help and to go at him and be like, You haven't been helping at all. Look at what I've been doing. I've been carrying so much of the weight. Do you think that's going to get a yeah, good result? That probably no. is not
0: going to be productive. Yeah. No. So how do you have how do you initiate these conversations? Because you can't just sit someone down and say, I'm going to set some boundaries today. You know, it's like how do you <laughs> and, well, and particularly so right. with kids, I mean, so like with your spouse, that wouldn't go over well probably, but but particularly with kids to make sure that you've articulated clear boundaries you have to set some limit there as well. And how do you have those conversations or start them?
1: Well, I think you're you're making such a good point because it, you can't just sit down and be like, here are the boundaries today because right. that's not just not how life works and it's not realistic. I mean what you have to be doing is paying it's i call it it's like a radio right it's like tune in tune in to yourself tune in to the people around you that day and if you wake up and you're like i'm exhausted today like i all i'm going to be able to get done are you know the things i have to get done for work so i'm going to need to like ask for some help and when you ask for it you ask for it with genuine care for yourself not you know blame um but i just think that right now especially with everything changing around us so much. It's ultimately the way to be successful is to tune into yourself in the moment. And it is the foundation for real emotional intelligence when you're able to say, I am feeling really good today. I feel strong. I can handle a little bit more. I'm going to actually proactively go ask my husband or my friend if they need some help. Um, and, And I'm going to tell them how much help I can give them, right? And then there are other days where you just, you know, you just know yourself. And then there are moments when you notice a shift and you, you've been triggered. Someone's done something to you. Someone said something. And if you can pause in that moment and just realize your, your blood pressure has gone up, your, your your face has become red, your heart is beating a little bit faster, something's happening, right? So, okay, what, did it, what is that? What's happening to me right now? How am I feeling? And then you say, then this most critical question next, what do I want to do about it? How do I want to show up to this moment? And what boundaries do I need to set in order to be successful
0: um, with my relationship? Yeah, and you have to articulate it. You actually have to verbalize the boundaries because I know I... I have found myself where I feel like I'm putting off the signals and then I'm like annoyed because everyone around me isn't reading the signals. It's like, can't you tell I can't deal with this right now? Yeah. You know, but you can't assume that everyone else is knowing what's going on in your your head. Even if you think you're, you know, dropping lots of hints, it's like you have to actually be explicit about people and not assume that they're just going to get it.
1: Well, that's right. And so I want to talk about this continuum of communication that can be really helpful in those moments because when we need to set a boundary, it usually means there's been a heightened stressor Mm -hmm. um, or something's been crossed. So we usually, what happens in that moment is we usually become either very passive or very aggressive right so we either just say nothing and keep going along with it and let things build up and you know get angry or whatever and we avoid that would be my mo yep (laughs) (laughs) and then there's the aggressive right because then then if you're someone that can get you know really it's like you know you you come out and you just say no i'm not doing that or you you know Mm -hmm. the ideal is to be assertive in the middle Mm-hmm. And that is look I know you're having a hard time um and you need me to get this Excel spreadsheet to you by noon but however um what I can do is I can get it to you by 3 I can get you a draft by 12, but it won't be complete. You know, just basically say, okay, look, here's the situation. And the reason assertive is so good, because it's not like no or yes. It's like, here's the compromise I can make, but within a boundary. And I hear what you need, and I also want you to hear what I need. And when you talk like that, when you have it actually being assertive automatically allows you to have a certain tone, that's really hard to argue with right? Because you're just you're stating facts, yeah. you're stating you with such clarity so I, I don't know if you wouldn't mind I'd, I'd like to find out I don't know if you'd be comfortable is there something you Liz, that you need to communicate? Um, in terms of a boundary, with the holidays coming up and everything, that we could, I can almost coach you through. I don't mean to
0: put you on the spot. But. Yeah, I, I wish I'd known <laughs> it I'm sh- because I'm sure the answer is yes. <laughs> right, <laughs> I'm right. To think through. <sighs> so this is one where I actually think I have gotten better, but I'm interested in your professional advice. So I have an 11 year old son, and I have two teenage stepkids who are 17 and 19, and we're going to have all three kids together for. The Thanksgiving at our house we have in Vermont and so we are all we have to quarantine in-house together so we will be together (laughs) around the clock for Mm -hmm. quite some time and there's not that much to do there there's limited internet bandwidth so everyone can't be watching videos at the same time so we're actually going to have to do you know play board games and do puzzles and that kind of stuff. So I love the idea of us all being together and having to find stuff to do together, but it's also stressful. And I feel like Mm. it's almost like, you know, I'm going to be on all the time and that is kind of stressing me out. So what would you, how would you advise me to prepare myself for this Yes, (laughs) and communicate with my family so that I don't lose my mind?
1: You know, I am, it's like a visceral connection with you right now, because I, and I bet there are many listeners right now thinking it's hard to articulate almost what you're going to be feeling, but I know it, right? It's this, Mm -hmm. it's like you are the orchestrator of trying to keep the peace Uh, in, you know, a situation where it, it is, it's like on paper, it's ideal, right? But
0: in reality, it's not. Right, And I'm has, excited for it. Like I'm excited to be right. up there, but I also am like, oh my God, this is going to be the longest five days of my life.
1: Well, it could be, and it couldn't be. That's the thing. Who knows, right? right. Because right. you can't, you almost can't predict, predict it. And so this feeling of needing con- to control all of those dynamics and... Have this beautiful, amazing, ideal Thanksgiving in the mountains of Vermont, right? It's all set up for success, but you have to make sure that happens because you're the mother. You have to make sure everyone's happy. You have to, and you're going to be noticing all the dynamics around you. Yeah. And if it's not good
0: for anyone, I'll feel... I personally will feel like I failed exactly
1: exactly it will be on you and um, where do you feel that anxiety in your body thinking about that feeling where like I can't breathe it's I feel
0: like tightness in my chest
1: so breathe into that space where you feel most constricted in your physical body Um, recognize I feel so much burden I want so badly for us to have a great time if it doesn't happen it's on me So what do you need? You need to breathe. That's just a physical, like taking yourself out of your thought patterns and getting physically relaxed, right? Now I want you to imagine yourself not so much in the trenches with those family dynamics, but looking down upon the family. And I want you to think about what it would feel like if it succeeded or failed. What what would it feel like to look down and just be like, c'est la vie? Uh, Yeah. I can't imagine myself doing that. (laughs) And (laughs) It's not my
0: actual inclination.
1: And so if you're in the trenches with them and you're like trying to fix everything and you see things going down and you start trying to fix and and fix, what's going to happen
0: to that family dynamic? I mean, I think everyone would be happier if I could just let it go and just kind of chill out. Let it work itself out. Just let it, yeah. Like everyone would probably be much happier with that, not just me. Yeah.
1: yeah. And how can Mm -hmm. you, um, what could you do to take yourself out of it and come back to it? You know, like... Mm like getting that perspective, how can you get perspective during this weekend?
0: Is that a, an actual question I'm supposed to know the answer to?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know, right in the moment, I'm putting on the spot. I think, I you know, know. I'm, right. Well, I mean, honestly, sometimes literally removing yourself from the dynamic yeah. I mean, and being like, so I, go for a walk, I can't get control a, get a on minute. this. Yeah, right. Yeah. So the boundary in this situation is it's not about setting it with them it's about setting it with yourself and knowing when it's time to leave right yeah. not not necessarily physically but sometimes just saying i am i don't need i don't need to fix this i don't need to change it this is a natural this is a natural rhythm of any family over five days, right? Like I'm going to be okay with that, right? And yeah. so the boundary, I'm just putting that word in your mouth, but I would want you to think about, it's almost like loosening your boundary on yourself and being like, i it's, it is what it is, whatever it is. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's yeah. going to be fine. I don't need to control that.
0: Yeah. Everything you're saying makes so much sense. And, and I'm going to try to do what you recommended. I'll let you know how it goes. (laughs) I think it's going to be a stressful holiday for a lot of people because it's hard. We can't, we're not doing our normal Thanksgiving. We can't be together with all the extended family that we normally do. And so in a way, there's like a lot of pressure, I think this year to try to make it something else special. You know, it's like, how am I going to make this a special um, time for my family? Because normally you don't really have to try hard to make it special. You're just together with family and it's great. And so like, in a way I feel like, extra pressure this year to like make I, it special, you
1: know? Oh, yeah. But that's back to this like really deep desire to take care of it, take yeah. care of it, you know, and make everyone feel good. And we have to take the pressure off of ourselves. We can't be perfect right now. We can't be. And it's not perfect. And it's so strange, but I know you will agree with me. And I think everyone out there will. There have been so many silver linings and in, in, in this process and this, uh, process of really just getting grounded and not being able to go anywhere and it's yeah. been hard and it will be hard and it won't be perfect um, but it's real and yeah. that is what's so cool about it is the level of authenticity that people are accessing in themselves and in each other right now is totally amazing And I hope we never lose it. And I think it's the lesson of all of this, right? You're right. right. You can't be, you can even tell, like, you can tell your family you're having a hard time, you know, and you need to take a break and just be real and it will get you through it. But don't be real with blame. You know, don't be real by lashing out at people. Get ahead of that and just say, guys, I need a moment instead of why are you, you know, you guys are so ungrateful. Look what everything I've done, you know. You never want to get to that point because then you've really missed the mark and then it makes everything worse. Yeah,
0: Yeah. thank you for the good advice. I'll be putting it to use this week for sure. If you'd like to learn more about Christine and her coaching business, you can visit her website, kismet-consulting.com. That's K-I-S-M-E-T-consulting.com. That's all for today. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone, and I'll talk to you again next week. If you enjoyed today's episode, please visit sevenplatespinning.com and subscribe to continue listening and consider leaving a rating or a review on whatever platform you access the podcast. I so appreciate your support. Thanks for listening.